When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. All right, my talkers. Happy Friday. Four o'clock here hanging out with Lori and Julia. It's a little gloomy out there, but let's brighten your day up. We've got a little prize to give away, guys. What are we giving away today? Oh, we've got Symphony of Dance, a pair of tickets to the seventh caller, 651-641-1071. You'll be seeing Derek Hoff and other dancers performing Tuesday, October 31st at the State Theater. So be the seventh caller, and you... And a date will be I'm, going to that show. I'm telling you, that is just he's he's a, he's a dancer, and he had the best lines. So you know, as a former Twin Cities um, uh, Dancing with the Stars, mm-hmm. you know, Foley oh, celebrity God winner. Yeah. I know, I know. I have to remind you. I love it. But one of the whole things about, and you'll see this on their dancing, is the lines. You know, the line from the toe to the hand, the hand to the arm, the arm to the arm, the the hat to the toe. He's fabulous. So lucky winner. Yes. Um, did you, on Len Goodman, I know I wasn't here, yes. so can I just ask you a couple more questions? Mm-hmm. Was there, was it a short bout of cancer that he passed away from, or did he know well, this you know, when he, he, he decided not to come back? He might have. He yeah. might have, you know, because it was, I think it was bone cancer that he had, and he did look um, frail that last season, but he said, you know, he just wanted to spend more time with his family, but... Yeah, he had quite a story because he didn't start ballroom dancing until he was 19 years old. Oh, really? Which is late in life Very, for a ballroom right? dancer. And then retired at like in his late 20s and taught and then really, you know, got hired on Strictly Come Dancing or whatever the British version. Right. When he was like in his late 50s. So oh, he became really? a star okay. later in life. Yeah, that was, that was a sad one. No kidding. Um, Okay, for days now, the internet has been obsessed with whether or not Glenn Powell and Sidney Sweeney were hooking up on the set of their rom-com, Anyone But You in Australia. And a few couple of days ago, his now ex-girlfriend, Gigi Paris, pretty much confirmed that they broke up. And immediately after all these mainstream outlets like Entertainment Tonight and People... um, you know, the safe places where celebrities go for to set up a a, a story. And um, you like Entertainment Tonight said a Glenn and his now ex broke up in early April. April, the breakup was amicable. Uh, he's not dating his co-stars, Sydney. Then people had even... Lies, lies, lies. Then people came out with even more detail. Um, but a source tells, um, you know... People, the couple had started dating in 2019, had called it quit several weeks ago, and that they had broken up a couple other times, too. So that came from Camp Glenn. But here's here's the news. Tell me the news. The news is they, Sydney, uh, her fiancé was seen taking luggage, the dog bed, and other things out, out of, of the home they share. Okay. And she was seen without her engagement ring. 
And um, this just ended. Yes, this just ended um, for him that he just found out about it. Well, he had called TMZ a couple of days ago to let them know they were very much engaged. And you can oh. tell that call came from inside of the house, the way it was worded, because her fans don't like him. Nor he's would 30, anyone. He's 39. She's 24. They've dated for five years. She's way too young. She was 19 Nine. and he was 35. That, yeah. that feels predator. Uh, hate mm-hmm. it. And Glenn, I mean, the chemistry that these two have is absolutely insane. And Glenn has been getting dragged on social has media. He really? Yes. I don't understand that. Because people are like, oh, you know, you're a cheater, blah, blah, oh, blah. But Oh, please. Anyway, the Glenn powell Sydney Sweeney breakup press release is happening, you know. All right. So I hope these two are together because I really think I could just go for this. Well, they're beautiful. So, Grant, we met Glenn and his family. Yeah, we, oh. we told that story. Oh, you told him? Oh, okay. of course, He was Julia. the most lovely. And she was everywhere with his family when they were done filming. She went on all their... Right. So she was the one that's been in the picture. Paris. Jack Paris. Gigi Paris, which is such a great made-up name. You well, know it's, it's her up. parents loved an American in Paris and um, the movie. Uh-huh. And I think... Um, uh, what was the name of the actress? Gigi. Leslie Caron. I think Gigi. her name was Gigi. So right. that's how that came up. Okay. Um, stream it now. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> so, you know, the uh, Prince Harry's case has been going on against the Sun in London this week. And Hugh, he's one of the celebrities. Yeah, about. Hugh Grant yes. has been there yes. every single day and watching the proceedings, taking notes, speaking to his lawyers. It, Hugh has a long history of using his name and position to fight the British tabloids and shine a light on all the criminal ways right. that they get stuff. And I think he and Harry are in contact, and I hope they're strategizing. But from his witness statement that happened yesterday, he told the court that the son broke into his London home in 2011. He says... The front door was forced off the hinges, nothing stolen. The following day, a story appeared in the sun that detailed the interior of the flat, including the signs of a domestic row. He said he had no idea at the time who carried it out. He said, I find it astonishing that the son carried out these unlawful, unlawful acts. They not only broke into his house, they put a tracker on his car. And I remember that. He said they had private investigators uh, that broke into his film production company that he and Liz Hurley had. Wow. And that it was done and carried out with the knowledge and approval of Rebecca Brooks, who was editor of The Sun at the time. And she's like the pseudo daughter of Rupert Murdoch. He loves her nasty ways. And um, he also, The Sun got details of Grant's first child despite the child's mother giving birth under another name because they were trying to have wow. privacy. Right, right, right. And the son has been trying to block this from going to a public trial on the basis that both Hugh Grant and Prince Harry waited too long to file their legal papers. That's what they're saying? Yeah, that's they're not denying any okay. of the stuff. Statue of limitations kind of thing. Yeah. And and Grant just said yesterday, he said, My claims concern the unlawful acts committed by this newspaper. Burglaries, breaking and entering, landline tapping, phone hacking, and private investigators. That's unbelievable. Stories. 
It's unbelievable what they do. They're so nasty over there. Very much. Well, that's why News of the World is no longer around. Rupert right? had to pay out a big, huge... He really is the worst person in the world. <laughs> Rupert Murdoch. Well, Cherry wrote that in his book. He's a pustule on the pustule of the world. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that is how he worded it. Anyway. Oh, that's good. So we'll stay tuned. And, of course, you know, you know Charles is going crazy that this is all happening the week before his coronation. Mm-mm. He's out of the headlines. Yeah. Oh, good mm. Lord. All Dad. right. Listen, we'll be right back with Random Thoughts. Hey, everybody. Lori and Julia here for Furniture Manor. And uh, one thing uh, we know for sure, you'll brag after you've been to Furniture Manor because you'll be, like, wanting to do some humble bragging about, like, what amazing furniture no matter what room you're buying for whatever you're looking for you'll find it at furniture manor we promise you they have an amazing selection wide price range everything for every any anything that you would want in your home yeah and and the thing is you you know you're buying local you're shopping local and again fabrics and feel and touch and cushions are so important when you're buying furniture i just get blown away by people that don't go sit in things, feel things, touch Order things. Order online. Brittany said one of the worst experiences of her life was trying to return a rug. Oh, online? No. <laughs> you really need to go. Anyway, it's just a great place. It You're going to love it, love it, love it. They have the most amazing furniture. The designers there are there to help you if you want them or not. But I feel like this is a perfect weekend to go to Furniture Manor. Open from 10 to 5 tomorrow. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so we've been talking this week about The Citadel, a new um, thriller series on Amazon Prime starting starring Priyanka Chopra and um, the guy who is in The Bodyguard. Richard, Richard Madden. Richard Madden. Mm-hmm. And um, this is the second time we've seen Amazon do this on Prime with they did it with Daisy Jones in the six, and now they're doing it with the Citadel. Is that they're launching at the same time their video streaming show is launching? They're launching uh, a look, you know, a merchandise tie-in, like how to get the looks that Priyanka mm-hmm. Chopra is wearing, and um, Citadel merchandise, which is in West Point. You just looked up for me, and they've got a really cute hooded sweatshirt for only thirty-one dollars. But it's kind of cool. Grant posted this on our um, Lori and Julia show page. But you can shop all the looks. And then Daisy Jones and the looks had all those fabulous 70s clothes. Yeah. And then they tied it in with some other stores. But this seems to be the trend because Succession is also doing the same thing. Doing the same thing. So when it launches, all the product tie-ins and the product merchandise. So if you want to go see a hot red dress or a hot red suit. And then they give different versions of it. Yeah. Or different price points. Because the one she is wearing is a designer and it's $2,000. But then you you can get growing it. and you can find one for 50 and it's kind of fun very it's, i love yeah. a red dress I, and of course the diplomat ended with a red dress i haven't seen the ending yet oh okay. me neither i haven't seen you it well, no. i've been giving away a spoiler no good on but, but this you weekend. Yeah. famously had a red ann taylor suit when i worked with you yes i love and that I, power suit it red is power but these are gorgeous looks if anyone wants to look at those the audience loves this sit at all the critics don't but the audience loves they it. really and do donnie love sent me a text he watched one episode and he said it was really good because we always trade tv yes. things he said don't listen to the critics on this one it's i mean fun. they gave it like a 23 and the audience is giving it like at 79 87 oh, 87 yeah mm-hmm. so nice. we're gonna so we're gonna watch it we're gonna yeah. watch this mm-hmm. okay so um this is from this i thought this was funny and i'm newly you know i subscribed to the wall street journal now until 
they go from a dollar. Don't give a week. Rupert any money. Listen, I like some of their stories because <laughs> okay. they have some different things you can't get. Yeah. So I anyway, know. Um, one of the things is um, use this three-word response when someone is rude to you. Says Harvard trained etiquette expert. So that like drew me in, mm-hmm. and um, and basically when a friend makes a joke at your expense or lobs a playful insult your way, it can be hard to know how to proceed because you don't want to. Snap back at them. You don't want to give it more attention. Why not? Why don't you want to snap back? All right, well, fine. I'm just going to tell you because I I wouldn't. You, I, We might. Who knows? But anyway, What's here's the, the deal. snappy comeback? If a friend says something mean to you um, and you just are kind of sick of it and you don't want to let it go unnoticed because you're like, I'm sick of you now. Mm-hmm. Um, you just look up in a nice tone. Say, are you Okay. Oh, oh I that, like that. Isn't that a good one? Yeah. And she said it's, you know, those three words can signal that you are not going to take the comment personally and you don't appreciate the attitude, but it's important your tone when you say it. Like, yeah. are you okay? Yeah. Kind of do it kind of like that because right. then it's like, whoa. And uh, don't be short or snap. Use it friendly. It's not offensive. Mm-hmm. It's coming from a place of care, and it puts the other person so uncomfortable. So I thought that was kind of a good, yeah. are you okay? Uh-huh. Are you okay? Uh-huh. Use it willingly, mm-hmm. freely. That was free today. Okay, thank uh, you. Do you want to go stay in Elvis Presley's house that's now an Airbnb, and we're not talking about Graceland? No. Or his childhood home. No, no, because that's a museum. Yeah, there's one located in Missouri. Oh. Uh, He never lived there. He stayed there when he was touring, though, in the late 50s and 60s. And the pair that have owned it have decided that they're going to renovate the the property. And it's going to be um, a beautiful house. And it's $2,000 a night. Yeah. What? So, That's spending. Yeah, no thank you. Oh, okay. Uh, where right. in Missouri would there be any place worth $2,000 oh, a night? It there you go. It Elvis, <laughs> an Elvis-sized salary. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. That's a great way to frame that. I'm like, this is fun. But then, yeah, you're right. What the hell's going to do? <laughs> What's going on in Missouri? <laughs> what is happening in Missouri? All right, so... Bed Bath & Beyond is closing. Yes, we know. Where we talked you, about it. Did We're you guys say sad. where to use the coupons? Because I remember so many times people would call. The Container Store. Yes, the Container Store yeah. is one of them. And Big Lots. Oh, mm. nice. Because you can't use them there anymore, right? Mm. I think. They I, said that the coupons are done, but they're still going to be discounting stuff as they close oh, down. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I think that they're not allowing the 20. Because they're, they're saying Bed Bath & Beyond says these their coupons are expiring next Tuesday. Oh, I, okay. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I thought it was this but, Tuesday, but it's next Tuesday. Good, good. Um, Until May 7th. All right, But yeah. you can use them at Big Lots till May 7th and... Um, it's just another thing, but I do remember friends saying, does anyone have a Bed Bath & Beyond coupon? Mm-hmm. Like when we're getting ready for our kids to go to college or something, oh, yeah. everyone, that would circulate around, yeah, yeah. you know, the Woodbury Mommy very, We talked about our money. We're very bummed out about this. We did a whole segment about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh. We're like, where are the Shark Tank products going to be sold? <laughs> Well, big. Well, where I mean, that was a big. And where is sharper place. image? You're so right, Lori. Sharper image. I don't even think they're around anymore. I loved the sharper that image. Remember when that first came out? <laughs> okay, so if you um, smoking cigarettes, physical cigarette smoking is down so much. Only eleven percent of adults. Is this old too? No. Oh, mm. only eleven percent of adults smoke from down from forty two percent in the nineteen sixties. A new study in the UK, which they smoke over there. Oh, yeah. Chinese people smoke more than we do in China, I think. Asian countries smoke yeah. a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, they found Europeans, on average, smoke way yeah. more than we do. They found that the average smoker will spend 166000 on cigarettes over the course of their life. Yeah. So when I quit smoking when I was... How much were they? Um, 18. 72 cents. Oh my gosh. When I was back in 18 years old, Camel Lights, 227 a pack. Oh yeah. Mine were 72 cents and you'd get it from the machine and it would go, oh, yeah. and it would drop to the bottom. We had one of those pole machines at the golf course. Yes. I loved it. They I loved some it. some bars that have them. There's no cigarettes in yeah, them, but for the vintage. The for the vintage. Right. Yeah, those are great. But that is, but remember years ago, probably 10 years ago, maybe the average price of raising a child was 250000 Mm-hmm. And cigarettes is only a hundred thousand less. You can't, you can't be a smoker and and have kids at the same time. No. And if anyone comes to my house, I still have cigarettes from twenty fourteen from my dad. From your dad, Aww. his orange cigarettes. His orange cigarettes Aww. from the reservation in Montana. <laughs> there was a good story there back in the day. This is a cute story. Um, how a little seventh grader in Michigan named Dylan Reeves got behind the wheel of his school bus on Wednesday after the driver, the school bus driver, got lightheaded and passed out. And he managed... They showed that video oh, on they? GMA today. Oh, they did? About that kid's quick thinking. Yeah, he, he basically... He saved Saved that. everybody. Yeah. I thought that was kind very of cool. Very cool. A very amazing. All right, so we already knew that. Um, other things, Lori, something you and I will never do. Grant, you might. But coming to you um, in 2025... Mm-hmm. So just a few years away, um, a company in France is using balloons to send people 15 miles up. Oh, no. Where they can have dinner and drinks nope. and hang nope. out for three hours. No. No, thank you. I'm you're, good. You're weightless up there. I'm uh-huh. cool. Thank you. No. Yeah, I'm good. For a mere $132,000. I don't trust. Oh, my <laughs> word. There you go. You even you didn't have me at the idea. Now you really don't have me at the, right. price. <laughs> the price. But um, can I add one more that yes. I was supposed to give you that this is the one I wanted to talk about today that yes. I forgot to print yes, out yes, for yes. you? But Irondale High School's drum line. Did you hear about this? Oh. They no, won tell us. gold. So the high school drum line, they're celebrating a big victory because the team took first place at the W. GN World Championships, wow. beating out 39 other teams across the country. Cool. Yeah, so the Drumline director, Paul Weber, and a few of the members of the Drumline joined Fox. They did a little Fox 9 thing on them. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's Irondale High School had the best high school drumline in the country. 
Okay, I mean, that I just is think really of the cool. movie Drumline. I Me too, movie. Nick Cannon. Oh, the last. Oh. Nick Cannon. I and was who else? Nick Cannon. I, I love. That's a great movie, people. You could watch the last forty minutes of. If you just love a good Drumline, turn on the last half hour of that movie, and you will be amazed. You will be amazed. I love that movie. All right, cool. all right. Back to you, Grant. Yes, thank you for those random You're thoughts. Welcome. All right, everybody. Chan-ass and dinner theater. All right, it's raining. It's kind of miserable. Oh. What a better place than to go be immersed in a lovely environment and atmosphere of the Chan-ass dinner theater. Have a lovely meal, some cocktails, see the prom. The show is so good. It won a Tony in 2019. It is a fabulous Broadway musical, and it's only here until June 10th, so you can't be dilly-dallying. Right. But this would be a great thing to do on, you know, since we are continuing to battle winter here. And they always have um, concert series going on, mm-hmm. coming up tributes to the Disco Kings, Steve Winwood, the Carpenters, Mick Sterling's Vintage Vegas show. Plus, like tonight, wouldn't it be fun to sit down and laugh? Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret every Friday and Saturday night. And again, Jan Hassan uh, Dinner Theaters, they're always entertaining you. you. You promise you will love the prom. Visit ChanHassanDT.com for tickets and showtimes. Hey gang, thanks for hanging out with us. All right, so there's some kind of really big news that I hate sharing, but I'm going to share it because it's big news for everybody, not okay. just me, because I'm being selfish that I don't want to share it. Okay. I'm being really honest. Okay, so Ed Sheeran is coming to perform at the U.S. Bank Stadium, mm-hmm. and he is going to be here on Saturday, August 12th. He's in. He, he's immersed in a court case right yes, now. Yes, he is. Um, and we listen to the side by side of thinking out loud. Yep. and let's get it on. And we are in team Ed on that one. I totally yeah, agree with this one. Doesn't and it doesn't sound anything like anything it. like it. Okay, so it was just <laughs> announced that the night before his big stadium U.S. Bank concert, that he's going to be doing an intimate night Friday night, August 11th, at the State Theater. Having just seen Mellencamp at the State Theater, it's there's not a bad seat and it is amazingly cozy. I'm desperate to mm-hmm. go. So let me just give people okay, the details. So you, if you want to score tickets to this, you need to register for Ticketmaster's Verified Fan Program. Okay, we know how to do that. Yes, we do. And you have to register by Sunday night at 10.59. So you have the weekend to register if you're already, already registered okay. for it. And then it's a lottery? It's a lottery. Randomly selected fans will be given a unique access code, which happened to you, mm-hmm. um, as a verified fan on sale site and an invitation. An invitation does not guarantee the tickets, but you at least get the invitation to play. Mm-hmm. And the on sale is scheduled for Tuesday, May 2nd at 10 a.m. How much are tickets? Um, it doesn't even say tickets will be on a first-come, first-served basis. They're not guaranteed. Okay. But if you're not selected, you'll be placed on a wait list and may receive an access code later. Okay. Um, but Henry's kind of cool. I think so. And he's going to play songs from his new album, Subtract, during the show. And he's got a special guest, Ben Queller. And his mm-hmm. new album comes out, this new album comes out May 5th. Yeah. So he is... Um, this is kind of a big deal because I think he's only doing this in like a dozen cities. Okay, yes. he's just. So you doing, guys kind of knew about this? Well, just that he. No, I just read about it today, but I read that he had selected like a dozen of the cities that he's on the stadium tour to do a, 
you know, state theater type of right. concert the night before his big show. And his, I, I, I think this, now this ticket I want. Well, the last time he was there, you might have said this, I think was 2012 at the mm-hmm. state theater. Mm-hmm. You might have said that already. And uh, yeah, so this would be a. This would be a real fun, intimate show to be at. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, I didn't even want to share the news. <laughs> exactly. Get yourself an opportunity. Yeah. This is one that I want to buy the tickets to. It's crazy. I mean, but yummy, yummy. All right. So other music news we have um, is that, you know, U2 is doing their Vegas. Sphere. Yeah, my brother so. got tickets. Did oh, he? he did? Yeah, he did. It's supposed to be like an all-encompassing like stage, like screen stage, right? Yeah, he. It's he, a, he does. You know, he he doesn't work, so um, he's lucky, able to, lucky he's, Larry. He's able to devote his time so, to, to getting tickets, scoring tickets, and yeah, he was pretty excited because uh, they're only doing like five shows, and I want to say that it is literally a sphere and it's a looks like a half globe yes and inside it i'm looking at it it's at the venetian resort and it's a sphere shaped music and entertainment arena and what they say about it it's like you said grand it's immersive so the show will be the video will be all around you now lori and i noticed at the excel um at the last few concerts we've been to the video wall um is so such a big part of the show now. Right. That whole it's an entire wall of video. Um and I think when U2 was here last time they had the beautiful huge video thing at US Bank Stadium. Yes, they did. Yeah. So I can't even imagine how cool this would be, but they sold out three. Yeah, it was overwhelming yeah, demand. Of course. Three hundred thousand tickets like in like that. So, yeah. so I did. think they're they're extending they did they added some shows i was trying to find the dates but i couldn't find them in my pile of papers well it's now it begins september 29th and runs through october 25th and the cheapest tickets are like 140 thousand or 140 dollars and this place the sphere has seventeen thousand five hundred. Okay, seating. that's what they. Because like, is. if you wanted to be up front in the first kind of grouping, it's fifteen hundred dollars a ticket. Yeah. I mean, who can, who can, who can see these people anymore? But that sphere thing looks pretty darn cool. Yeah. I wonder if it would be like going to an IMAX theater and you might get dizzy. <laughs> well, actually, so I know this is a little side, but I went yeah. and saw the Dungeons and Dragons movie at the MOA theater where they have that new Screen X. Okay. And actually, so it's a screen that you would normally see that's in front of you, but then they have four projectors on the walls beside you that are lo- that run along you, and then they incorporate scenery on the walls, so the whole theater is this immersive. Is that uh, cool? Video. It's cool, but at the same time, like you said, it got me a little dizzy at times mm-hmm, because right. as they're moving oh, yeah, now they in my peripherals, in yes. I'm seeing this movement. And I, but it was a really cool experience. It wasn't the whole movie. I would say it's about half the movie okay. where they used it. But it's, uh, yeah, I, I'm with you though. When they get when they start making these screens so large, I I'm gonna get sick. But I do like it at a concert when you don't have great seats. That's true. You can really see everything, and I think it makes it more interesting. You know, yeah. I, I really and I remember the dicks, the chicks when we were when they were at the state fair, they used it at the state fair too. the whole line of the was video cool. screen. Very cool. And so that's that. That's happening. Our friend Flicka mm-hmm. continues to want to be on our show, but forgets to call. I know. <laughs> Chandler, are you napping? I know. Please Where's wake up. our pal? <laughs> I know. I'm... He's so funny. 
He's got a great show. We could talk about it really quick. Yeah, let's give it a little pub because right. we're not getting Chan on. So. All right, so at the History Theater in St. Paul, Minnesota, it's uh, they're presenting the world premiere of The Defeat of Jesse James. It's a new musical by Jeffrey Hatcher and Chan Poling. And these two created Glensheen, mm-hmm. the musical. If you ever saw that, it was so fun, so great. And they're so clever and witty. And this is, here's what the summary is. The last gig for Jesse James, a farewell concert starring America's most notorious Desperado. Join him and his band as he reenacts his dramatic rise and fall with music that will have you rocking in your seats. It's Honky Tonk Cabaret meets a Wild West show. It's not, I mean, he, they're so creative. Glenn Sheen was so much fun that I'm sure this is true. And um, Grant, we talked about it. Tickets are selling really quickly for this, right? Yeah. yeah. From when I spoke with Chan yesterday about this, he was giving me just a select few dates. I, I, I Saturday night might have a few tickets. So it's, it's, it's selling out. Yeah, it is selling out. It started out. really last night and it runs through May 28th. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but music and lyrics by Chan Poling. The book is by Jeffrey Hatcher. We've got theater friends that are in the show. Oh, yes, Sasha. Sasha who we did Project Down and Dirty the Musical yes, with. Yes, and then Jen Burley Bentz is in it. It was fantastic. So, yeah, good. It looks like fun. It so, does. that's going to be at the History Theater from April 27th, which was last night through May 20th. Only a month. Only a month. And uh, Grant did put up a link. Yes. Thanks, Grant, for doing that. So, Chan, you've been served. Yeah, you've been served. <laughs> We served it up for you, honey. That's true. But the last time he missed our show was because he was napping. I know. He slept no. through. He, pal. Wouldn't be surprised. I've texted him like twice earlier today with no response, know, so hysterical. I'm sure he's taking Well, I, I mean, he's probably down at the theater. He is. He said he was going to be doing rehearsals today and yesterday beforehand, but he told me, he assured me that he would set some time aside. So he might even be just practicing and jamming out right now, you know? Who knows? We just know him. Yeah, we love him. It's, it's and it's fine. Yeah. He it's was fine. in good voice last Friday night. Oh, yeah, the, huh? Oh, how Avenue. was that? Oh, I didn't, so we fun. never talked about it. Okay. So fun. It was packed. They did, you know, a couple print songs at the end. They just sounded terrific, like they always do. Yeah, Yeah, they really always do, don't they? Yeah, and it was just packed, and people were there, you know, with their kids and their friends, and because it was an 18-plus show. Oh, fun. Yeah, fun. And it was popping downtown last Friday. Oh, everything was going on. With all the games they had last Friday? Mm -hmm. Yep, it was a big night. Hamilton. We had the wild the playing twins. Wild, the twins. Yes. Oh, I was downtown. I got stuck in that ramp A downtown. I think oh, I told you that oh, on Monday oh. for about an hour and a half to get oh. out because I was at the Twins game and I got caught with the Timberwolves crowd that was leaving too. And I've never wanted to. Grant, I've told you, don't park, park in the, the ramps. ramps. Well, I figured that since the Timberwolves game was out over an hour. Oh, yeah, that's wow. true. I you figured had no problem. No problem. But I come up there an hour and 20 minutes later after the Timberwolves game and I'm on the top floor and people are still just. Honking! Oh, there was some aggression going on because nobody obviously lets people get in. They keep trying to sneak forward until somebody finally, like, they finally got a guard up there that opened up a gate and said that you can go out this way, which kind of saved a little bit of time. But I might have been up there for two hours. Oh, yeah. Grant. Oh. I would have been having... A- the ADD was going nuts. Oh, I would have <laughs> left my car and gone out. Uh, we almost did. Yeah, yeah almost did. I would have just said, this is enough for me. All right. I let's- can't handle it. We're, we got to go. We're, when we come back, we've got a few things to Hollywood speak. Hey, everybody. It's Lori and Julia for First Equity Mortgage. David and the team working hard to help people make smart decisions when it comes to their mortgage, whether it's a first-time mortgage 
or you're refinancing or you have to get a new a different mortgage because you had an adjustable rate mortgage and you're needing some guidance you need someone to do the math for you and you, you want to buy a new house there or you, you want to move or you mm-hmm. want to remodel or you want to do something he it, it, it's everything comes so easy for them because they are always educating themselves they're up to speed on every new thing every new opportunity yep. david and his team and and literally, they're honored to have your business. They've been doing mortgages in this market for a long time, and they know everybody in the Twin Cities. And really, it's such a disservice to yourself if you don't work with a local company like First Equity Mortgage. 763-251-8000 or my talk keyword, David. Okay, so here is um, Nick Cannon speaking out about Jada Pinkett Smith's Red Table Talk today on his he has a radio show called yeah. The Daily Canon, mm-hmm. and he called Red Tabletop Talk toxic and accused it of calling all sorts of issues for the legacy of Hollywood's royalty, Jada, and husband Will Smith, including Will's infamous Oscar incident. He said if there was no Red Table Talk, there wouldn't have been the slapped, he wouldn't have slapped the crap out of Chris Rock. Well, yes, if Will Smith had said no to his wife's red table talk where she wanted to talk out loud in front of the world about her quote-unquote entanglement Entanglement. which is otherwise known as an affair or cheating or whatever word you want to use one of her son's friends that's right and they make him come on and talk and talk about it in front of the world facebook live that's right there wouldn't have been. That's, he's he he's a hundred percent correct on that. And you know, honestly, we never watched one no episode. We just watched. We clips. watched the headlights. We watched the clips of yeah. it. But I was like, who is dialing into this this red table talk, and why isn't Jada acting? Right. You know. Well, all right. So he says he refers to the series as the toxic table. Okay. <laughs> and he said that was royalty, Will and Jada. True. Then they brought it to the table. I don't want to know all this crap about all of them. That's true. Yeah, and I think it, he's very honest and truthful. Yeah, and and it, it, that was, we had second and third hand embarrassment oh. for Will at the time that he ever did that. And then everyone was making jokes about entanglements. Oh, being everything. A, a darling, I'm having an entanglement. Right. It was a lot. <sighs> So I like that he called it out. I mean, he's right. And one other thing that he said last week, Mm -hmm. you probably already talked about it, but his children with Mariah Carey, Morocco, and... Rock and roll. Okay, yep. Yep, whatever they are. Those are the show names. Those are their nicknames, rock and roll. I don't know what they're short for. He said that they love being older siblings to all those kids. Okay, this I I call BS on this because he's got baby mamas scattered uh, in the four corners of the United States. I think they're mostly in the um, and the um, the Eastern Coast. Are they New Jersey, New York? Oh, okay. I think I, they're I all in that. that area. All right, all right. That's my thought. I could be so wrong. I mean, this is what you say when you have twelve children. Yeah, my what? kids love having siblings. Yeah, from all over. Yeah, I was New Jersey, New York. I, I was listening to an interview with Sarah Foster, David Foster's daughter, and you like those girls. You well, always like I watched them. the reality show. I know you I did. Rather enjoyed it, but um, when the interviewer asked, um, "How many kids does your dad have, and how many wives?" she had to stop and think. She's like, well, eh, five wives, <laughs> and how many siblings?" Well, there's me. Oh, and then there's the kid my dad gave up 
for uh, adoption with his oh. high school girlfriend. Oh. And I believe it's six because he's got a two-year-old also. It was just... Oh, that's funny. It was just like, okay. And then, you know, the, the interviewer said, well, are you close with all of them? And she said, well... I love all of them, and I consider <laughs> them my clothes. siblings. Yeah, define clothes. <laughs> but, you know, she said, you know, I'm 40 years older than my dad's youngest child. Right. And, um, yeah, that is that is that is true. It's hard to. It's not the same as the siblings that you grew up with. 100% right. And she's never gotten married to her partner. She's been with them for 15 years, and they have three kids. And okay. The interviewer's like, why don't you get married? And she said, my mom's been married three times or four times. My dad's been married five times. That's eight. I don't ever want to get divorced. So if I never get married. I love it. I can never get divorced. Okay, that's like a great answer. And I could see where that would be. My goodness, that's a lot. It is. Yeah. Okay, uh, Kim Kardashian. This was uh, the season three trailer of the Kardashians. Um Show on Hulu. Yeah, show on Hulu. And it was a pretty buzzy trailer. We had tears from Kim over Kanye. We had a sister kind of a fight. But the funniest thing was Kim Kardashian wearing a black T-shirt that says Kendall starting five. Now, what does that mean? (laughs) Kendall starting Starting five. (sighs) Who is Kendall dating? Is it her team of men? (laughs) Is it the NBA? starting lineup? It's, it is. They're all basketball <laughs> players. NBA basketball. They're all, who's on her Devin bench? Devin Booker, yeah. Blake Griffin, Ben Simmons, Jordan Clarkson, and Kyle Kazuma. Okay, that's funny. She that wore is that funny starting five. So she, that is funny shade from a sister. <laughs> this, is, this is a very older sibling thing to do. Yeah. It reminds me of my mom's son-in-law sweatshirts where she had... She did. She had these shirts... With everybody's, my sister got it for all the son-in-law's names, like a little, like um, like a Weeble, one of those characters. That's what mm-hmm. they look like in their name. And then there was a red line through them and the number. And it went it was, all the way to the back of her shirt. Okay. It was connected to each of her daughters. Yes. And and her her husband's uh, daughters, okay. three daughters. So Casey <laughs> was number 13. And she only has three girls. There's three of you. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, well, both of my sisters have been are four times. That's a lot. Now, my one sister is four and holding. The other one just, mm. you know, has had four divorces, and is just in a oh. in a long term entanglement with a nice man by the name of Denny, who's a year younger than my dad. He's always <laughs> loved an older man. <laughs> I love that he once stayed in Atlanta four years older than my parents when she was 24. And he was her first husband and he was like 59. He was 28 years older than she was. Isn't that something? Older than my mom. You can say this because they live far away and you could talk about it. Oh, I don't care. We laugh about it all. Oh my gosh. But that's like an older sibling would do. I love that shirt, though. Yeah. You know, that's a lot. But the starting lineup for Kendall. Mm hmm. Well, she's she likes. There were you know, some tall other the, men who can play basketball. Yeah, and she's tall. Got a type. She does have a type. And <laughs> she then is tall. We saw a scene, but now she's with Bad Bunny. Yes, yeah, so she's not. With then the, the next player. line is going to have to be rock stars, maybe. Mm-hmm. But Courtney um, accused uh, Kim of using her wedding for a business opportunity to become a Dolce and Gabbana person. So they get in a fight about that. Well, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. 
But I could see that happening. I could see Kim wanting that. She kind of, I mean, they don't, they don't care how problematic Dolce and Gabbana are with their words or anything. They all wore their clothes. Yeah. Remember the whole wedding? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was No one watched the the wedding special on Hulu. They had a whole separate wedding and it just aired like a couple of weeks ago. And it's like, why would you? Why would you do that? Well, they had extra footage and who knows whatever, but no one really was interested. We were inundated with photos from that. The thing, I, I hated her dress so much I couldn't watch anything. It was really I, I a bad dress. I hated her mullet dress. We're talking about Courtney marrying Travis Barker. Mm-hmm. Her mullet dress turned me off that I didn't want to watch any other fashions. Mm-hmm. It was the, isn't that terrible? Well, it wasn't a good looking dress. It really, and she's, she's such a short. beautiful, she's like my height. She's short you can't and wear. curvy, and she wore a bell-shaped, almost mini-like dress. It was very tacky. It was so tacky for her, who I always felt was classy. Well, sometimes, but it doesn't matter. But here, I had something else really important to say, but I forgot it. Right. Damn it. Darn mm-hmm. it. Shoot. Real Housewives Shocks. of Miami's Lisa Hochstein will get $8,000 a month in temporary support. But the bigger shocker is that she gets paid $30,000 an episode for Miami. That's for it. For a show streaming on Peacock. Oh. $30,000 an episode. Right. That's a lot. Yeah, it is. I mean, they were like so you almost makes $100,000 a year in support. That's And then 35 How many episodes? Wow. Uh, there were at least... I want to say fourteen, fifteen. Okay, so that's like almost a half a million bucks. Yeah, over a half a million. And he bucks. has to pay her attorney. Oh. And okay, so that's probably worth in these type of issues a hundred grand, sixty thousand. Okay, yep. And he has to pay it right to her, and um, <laughs> I mean to her collect, attorneys. Do to not, her attorneys. All right. And apparently, Lenny's net worth is fifty million, which is why Lisa has hired a very good attorney because um, she. I mean, they have been married for 12 years. All right. And they have kids, right? They have I don't two, even know who we're yeah, talking they, about, but I'm, uh, I'm yeah, all in. He's the boob doctor. Oh, yeah. She's the blonde. And okay. yeah, they've been married for 12 years. And didn't he have an affair on her with someone much younger? A 20-something yeah. Insta model Get the who money. just got divorced. Yep. Lenny. You're going to regret that. Yeah. Well, make the new one sign a prenup. <laughs> there you go. Save yourself some money. All right. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia.